Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Two thousand nineteen. Seems like we just started the second half of the year and like bang, half the month is already gone. A month seven of the year. Hopefully you are having a fantastic month and you're well on track to breaking all of your goals and uh, if not all time records. Because the economy is booming. Hopefully you are participating in the boom. And if not, or if you want help with anything else I'm going to discuss here, you always want to go to helpfromsteve.com. That's right. Get on the phone with you one-on-one. You get a link to my personal calendar. You pick a time that works for you, and I'll help you out. There's no reason to be on the sidelines right now, no matter what industry you're in, especially if you're in the good old United States of America, where right now the economy is booming on all cylinders. Um, so direct mail now, direct mail overall is one of the ways, that's the last W of the WOW strategy, one of the ways that I get the most questions about, the most fear about, the most concern, the most uncertainty, the most wondering how it's done, and and it seems so complex, and actually, until you know what you're doing, it can be very complex. Uh, I guess that means it's always complex, but once you know what you're doing, it's fairly easy, and templates play a huge role, and that's what I'm talking about today is actually a template in a negative way. So this should be a real short video. It's based on this postcard that I received on the mail, in the mail from a large company that once many years ago was a small business. There's no way they did crap like this when they were a small business or they would never survive now to be a big business with a big bloated advertising budget and they can throw away all kinds of money making all kinds of mistakes. You, my friend, as a small business owner, should not be of that mindset no matter how well you're doing and how much money you have, you really ought to be watching your dollars when it comes to advertising and marketing and tracking everything and counting everything and looking to maximize everything. The biggest mistake I see, I talk about this, I see it over and over and over again. I could I could probably record every single daily video about it. I've done over 150 so far in the last uh, little over two years, and I could probably do another 850 and another 8,500 and do all of them on how you must have an effective advertising and all of your advertising and marketing messages and still probably 98% of business owners would either use no headline at all or a very ineffective headline. And that is just a big mistake, but I know why that happens. I've been there. I wasn't always an expert in this stuff. I was a fumbling, bumbling, scrumbling guy uh, back when I was first learning this stuff, just like everybody. You got to stink at it before you're going to be good at it. You got to be a disaster before you're going to be a master and all those kind of cliches. Uh, so get out there and be willing to get this stuff done. However, might as well speed up the learning process by going to helpfromsteve.com and getting some help from someone who's been there, made all the mistakes, still makes mistakes to this day. But I have a feeling that I get a lot more winners and hit a lot more home runs than just about anybody using direct mail, and unfortunately, for now, 
likely much better than you do if you're even bold enough to give it a shot, which I commend you if you are, even though you are likely not to know what you're doing, I really commend people to get out there and give it a shot. But all the time I see flyers, postcards, letters, websites, social media, posts, anything at all, and they either don't have a headline or they have an ineffective headline. Or they put the company logo at the top because, of course, that's what you care about. You own the business. You care about the name of your company. It's what you think about, what you care about. It means something to you. You love it. You want to promote it all over to the ends of the earth. Look, I have a company. Look at my great logo I paid money for. Look at the name of my company or the name of my division or the name of my event. Or the... Nobody cares about it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I have to keep telling you this, but nobody cares. Nobody cares about the name of your thing or your logo or how the logo goes together and what the colors mean and what the shapes mean. Nobody cares. I mean, understand that if you have to explain all that, doesn't it tell you that it doesn't mean anything? The logo itself almost always means nothing because you have to explain it. The name of your company almost always means nothing because you have to explain it. The name of your event almost always means nothing because you have to explain it. So the best thing you can do for all of your advertising and marketing is start with the largest thing on the page, in this case on a postcard, uh, with the biggest font, the boldest font, the the, the what, what's going to stand out the most, what's going to be at the top of the page, is just like when you see a newspaper, it's going to be a headline. I mean, come on now. You see a head, you still see newspaper. I know you probably don't buy newspapers. You're going, oh, Steve, you old fuddy-duddy. You're talking about direct mail and newspapers. Like, really? I mean, there's a reason they're still around. And they wouldn't be around if people weren't paying money to advertise in them. And people wouldn't be paying money to advertise in them if they weren't getting returned back and making money. So the stuff still works, folks. It's just that more people have been seduced by the ease or the sexiness of like, oh, I got to get on the internet. That's where everybody is. And that pulled a lot of money out of traditional ways of doing advertising and marketing, direct mail, newspapers, radio, TV, uh, postcards, all that kind of stuff. But they all work and they still, they work gangbusters. Uh, but you got to do it right. And here's the thing. One thing that's hurting everyone, it certainly hurt me when I started, my goodness, oh my goodness, uh, which is why it's not your fault, is because everywhere you look around, the bigger companies violate all the rules of success. They get away with running really ineffective stuff because they basically, I mean, there's so many reasons to it, um, and I can get into all of them. Maybe I'll record a video just getting all into all the reasons someday that big company advertising and marketing sucks for the most part. Um, a big reason is they pay advertising agencies to do it. So they're not investing or spending in their case. They're not spending their own money. What do they care? Uh, but you as a small business owner, an entrepreneur, you ought to be watching even if you're not, even if you've got a marketing division, a marketing team, you own several businesses and all kinds of things are going on. You ought to be watching or teaching them how to watch every dollar and track every track every dollar and make sure that when money goes out money comes back in and it comes in back in fairly quickly so you can reinvest it over and over and over and over so here's just a few mistakes this postcard is making and uh they're bad but you it's a big company right renewal by anderson now renewal by anderson is not the company the company's called the anderson corporation i think it says that if i hold it up close you'll see underneath the logo 
and Anderson Company. Anderson Company. And Anderson Company has a bunch of divisions. They have like, uh, uh, they have a whole thing that just deals with Home Depot because they're one of the preferred providers at Home Depot. They have like a commercial division and they have the residential renewal by Anderson window and door uh, re repair uh, replacement uh, uh, division. They uh, started, I don't know, you know, I should have looked this up, but I think they started even even at the turn of the last century, even like in the late 1800s or something. They've been around like 120 years. Um, but I assure you, they didn't do crap like this when they first started. Um, and uh, I know because I, I once uh, studied a little bit about the founder was uh, a, uh, a European immigrant to the U.S. from, I don't know, Denmark or something. Uh, I some Anderson was his name. And uh, Hans, maybe? No, it's Hans Christian. Anyway, and he, uh, he was, the company was really innovative. They were the first to do a whole lot of things. Nowadays, not innovative at all, boring and even bad. But because they can throw so much money, so much volume into their advertising and marketing, they're all over TV, they're all over radio, they're all over newspaper, and then they're, they're all over every kind of you know bulk mailer, the, the Val Packs and the, the money mailers and Clipper Coupon and all that kind of stuff, and then standalone postcards, and it all comes together. When they put all that money out there, that people go, oh, no, the answer. You know, I trust them. I've heard of them. I've seen them all over. They're, therefore, I trust them. It's human behavioral psychology. We trust something that we hear or see over and over and over. You're seeing the politicians do it, especially our politician in chief in the White House. I mean, he knows. He's a, one of the world's greatest marketers ever. Uh, that if you just repeat something over and over and over and over, and, and even not the all politicians, the all successful politicians do this. They repeat something over and over, even if it isn't true, and it starts to become something people believe. So by being seen, if you have tons of money to throw at your advertising and marketing and just get your name out there, then go ahead. And eventually, people will come to trust you just because the sheer volume of they hear you, they see you all over the place. In this case, Renewable Anderson is in probably every state in the country. They have thousands of employees. They're all over the place. You see them all the time. You know, you see them in your neighborhood all the time. You see them on TV, radio, you hear them, see them in newspapers, Valpac, you get these in the mouth. You, you, just by the, I'm not saying anything they're saying isn't true. What I'm saying is the sheer weight of all that breeds a familiarity and a trust. However, it's likely that you are not one of the and last I checked a few years ago, Renewable Anderson's it makes the Forbes list every year of the largest non-public companies. It's one of just the largest businesses that there is, uh, not traded on the stock market, notwithstanding. It's a multi-billion-dollar company. Uh, you likely are not, or you wouldn't be sitting here watching my videos. You'd be paying someone to watch my videos, and you'd be sitting on a beach somewhere or thinking about the next multi-million-dollar stream of income you're going to bring in. Um, here's why. People copy this stuff and do crappy postcards and crappy advertising and marketing. And what I'm teaching is usually, even though it's direct mail Monday, I'm using a piece of direct mail that landed in my mailbox addressed to my mom. But that's because I am the administrator of her estate. She passed away about four years ago. People are still renting her name and mailing stuff in her name. Uh, it came to my house. I use that as an example to teach concepts that are universal and they work in direct mail radio, TV, internet, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, 
Google, anything at all you want to do, this stuff works. Number one, putting your logo at the top, big mistake. Big company can get away with it. Like I said, they got tons of money to throw around, uh, but they're not making account when they do nonsense like that. So the first ads I put out for most of my businesses uh, when I was much younger uh, were stuff like that because I thought, hey, big company, they're successful. That's what they do. That's what I ought to do. Oh, if I only had my videos to watch way back then, would have saved myself lots of money. Even when things work, they work a little bit. When people settle for small ROI, returns on investment, they say, oh, but that thing worked a little better than my last one. I'm talking about doubling, tripling, quadrupling, 10, 30, 50 times your response rate. I routinely do that for small business owners. Go to helpfromsteve.com. I'll help you do that. It's fairly routine when you do a few simple things. One is, hey, thanks for the likes. Brian Daly is here. Long, long time, Brian Daly. How you been? So um, get that logo off the top and uh, don't bury the lead. Another mistake here. This is the big message right here. No money down, no payments, no interest for two years. That's that's it to me. And that's the last thing they say on the bottom other than this, which means you have less than three weeks left, nonsense, stupid thing to say on the bottom. Because they're calling this a window and door flash sale. Now, what does flash sale mean to you, Brian? What is, what is the word flash sale? What does flash mean? I mean, there was a... I can give it away. There was a comic book character named Flash, and what was he known for? Means speed, means fast, means quick. So a flash flood is what we're about to experience here in the Phoenix Scottsdale area. It's monsoon season, and the rains haven't begun yet this year. But when they do, just about every night, the clouds will gather. Suddenly, it'll become like pitch dark. And then for 15 minutes, it'll be like more rain coming down than comes down the whole rest of the year for the year. And flash flooding will occur. And the streets will, will flood like three, four inches of rain will be flying down like a torrential. That's a flash flood. It happens quick. Blink of an eye. Uh, you know, flash. The comic book character. He was fast. Blink of an eye. Boom. He's off to, to the moon and back or whatever. So flash sale means something quick. But it says, one month only. D Hello, dude. One month. One month. It's not quick. Okay. So one month is not quick, and then they second their nonsense by saying you only have <laughs> you only have thirty one. I'm laughing because that's so stupid. That's what big companies do. They say something stupid like you only have thirty one days. It's a flash sale. One month. Because to think about it. Come on. If you're a small business owner, you're lost in the world of being a small business owner where you wake up every day and if you want to do something, you get it done. You want to change something, you change it. You want to make something happen, you make something happen relatively quick. Everything. With big companies, I once worked in a Fortune 500 company. If you worked ever in the government, or you ever went to get your license at a DMV or to vote or do any, go to a library, anything to do with the government, they are slow, tediously, frustratingly, slow about everything so to big companies one month is quick one month comes quickly oh that's so quick and so short and so brief it's only 31 days are you out of your mind i could mail out 30 different postcards in 31 days certainly three or four i could mail one a week for four weeks and make a slight change in each one and i'd say the deadline is the end of this week boom that's it flash there you got three days boom i'll drop them on a monday since they're all mailed locally in my area, if I'm a 
a window and door company or a plumber or eating an air or a lawyer or a doctor or any local business. I'll drop them on a Monday. Everyone will receive them on a Tuesday. Wednesday at the latest. And I'll say you have till Friday. Take advantage. Boom. Then I'm always going to get the calls of saying like the next Monday, oh, I was out of town for the week. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, I put it aside and forgot. Oh, can I say, no, the thing's over. However, the next week, on Monday, I drop another postcard with a different offer and a different headline. And that's another flash sale because, again, you got three days. And I will condition the recipients of my direct mail, my Facebook ads, my emails, my telemarketing phone call, whatever way I'm using to communicate my irresistible offers with my ideal target, who my prospects, my customers that I want to do business with, me, I will condition them that you've got to act quick. It's not a big company that sits there and thinks 31 days is a flash sale, and then they repeat it on the bottom, which means you have less than three weeks left. So they say it twice here. You only have 31 days because you must book your appointment before July 31st, which means you have to, that's all, that's what's known as weasel clause, right? That's the reasons, that's not exciting. That's the anti-sale reasons, right? The sale is save money and get extended payments with no interest. That's the, sale. that's the good part of the sale. The bad part is that you only have a limited time and yet they harp on the limited time. You get it's one month only, then they say it again, you only have 31 days. Then they say it again, you must book by July 31st. Then they say it again, you have less than negative, 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 negative. However, the positives are you're saving money on this, you're saving money on that. This is confusing because it's an or. So you get no payments, no money down, no payments, no interest for two years, or a 3% discount if you pay for the whole thing. I like to pay for everything up front. I can't be bothered with the payments. And I don't want to deal with it, and I like getting a discount, so that would be for me. But either one of these, I would make the headline out of that. The headline certainly wouldn't be the stupid logo and name of my company. Who gives a rip? you even know? Does anyone watching know the name of my company? I'll tell you. It's called Successful Selling Systems, Inc. Who cares? I don't even have a logo. Of it. Like I don't care. When I'm filling out templates of things for websites or flyers where your logo goes here. Nothing goes there. I don't have a logo. I don't bother with it. Yeah, sure. I can go to Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com, pay someone five bucks. I have a logo tomorrow. Like it's not even worth five bucks. I don't want it. Get it out. Get it out of here. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't make any money. This does not make you any money. It might make them money because this is backed up by millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars in advertising and marketing. So again, as I said in the beginning, their name means something. Roto-Rooter puts their name at the top. That means something to people looking for a plumber. Oh, I've heard that name. I remember as a kid hearing the, the, the jingle. And away you go, troubles down the road. Okay, so I can trust them. I don't know. I just moved here, and I don't know any of these other 40 plumbers that have these ads in here. But I can trust Roto-Rooter. So you put their name at the top. It backs up millions of dollars worth of advertising. Same here. But if you're Joe Windows and Doors Company or Joe Plumber, or Jones Plumbing Inc. or whatever, your name don't mean squat. Hate to tell you. Actually, I love to tell you. Hate to break it to you. Like, but I want to snap you out of this nonsense. Your name means nothing. A name, McDonald's, Coca-Cola, Amazon, Google. I mean, think of these. Think. If you didn't know McDonald's was all about fast food and hamburgers and McNuggets or whatever, 
And I just said, the company's named McDonald's. What do they do? Doesn't mean anything. Even worse, so they use internet names. If I said, oh, there's a company named Google. You know, it's not even a word. What the hell, what does that mean? There's, there's a company called Amazon. There's a company called Apple. Company called Nike. What the hell, what do these companies do? Absolute. Absolute what? What is what are, what are these things? It means nothing without billions of dollars behind them. If you have billions of dollars, you should have stopped watching this video a long time ago. What did I put as a title? Uh, that uh, you have an advantage. You've got an advantage over these companies. Your marketing, especially if you listen to me, or even better, go to helpfromsteve.com to help you out one-on-one -on -one with your stuff. Uh, you're going to do so much better than this crap. Otherwise, there wouldn't be any small businesses, by the way. It, it, the small businesses would not have an advantage and we'd all be in trouble and no one would give us any money. We have so many advantages over large companies and I don't mean begging. We do not have to wait till small business Saturday, one day a year or small business week or, and then beg and say, well, because we're a small business, please support us because please, let's support. What's with the begging? We're better than the big companies. Everything about us is better than the big companies. Just learn how to convey that message. Like, if I call renewal by, do I know who's showing up in my house? Is it this guy? Not likely, right? Do I know who's showing up in my house? And even if they are, it's a different person every time. If they have to come back uh, a week later, it's a different person. If I called them a year ago for like two windows in the back and now I want two on the front, it's a whole different guy, different person answering the phone. I don't know who that is. They have to look up my records. They'll mispronounce my name. They'll misspell my name. What? How is, how do we not have a huge advantage over these companies that treat everyone like a number and you dial press one for this, two for that, and wait on hold with music, but the, do you do that to people? Do you make them wait on hold for five minutes and press one and press two and then when your secretary answers the phone, you say, who? I don't know your name. What? You're, you want to, you want, it's six months since you've come into the dentist and you want to come back for your six month appointment? Oh, hang on. I don't know who your name. I don't know who you are. I don't, I mean, I, I don't remember your kids. I don't, that's all BS. Of course we do. That's a huge advantage we have. So, and another advantage is we can't afford to do crap like this. So no headline is throwing money out the window. An effective headline, the logo or one month only, not effective headlines. Here's the old time test of a headline. There's so many more mistakes on here, but I'll leave you with this. And then I'll just quickly cover a few more mistakes. But the old time test of the headline was, you would place a little cla classified ad in the back of a newspaper, pay 15, 20 bucks for it for a day, and put in just the headline and a phone number. See if anyone calls. That's the test. If someone responds, you got a good headline. So if you put renewal by Anderson in a phone number, classified ad in the newspaper, would anybody call? Of course not. If you put one month only, would anyone call? No. If you put a catchy slogan, would anyone call from a slogan? You've tried the rest and I've tried the best. We got red hot summer deals. Who can, it's, it's, it's red hot in the summer and we got cool things happening. Like that's a useless slogan. It's meaningless. Nobody would call if you put that on a postcard and mailed it out with a phone number. Or if you put just that in a classified ad or put just that in a Facebook ad and then a phone number or click here, like no one's clicking, no one's calling. If you wrote an email with the subject line, uh, oh, we got a, we got a cool event happening in the hot summer, uh, call this number. 
to RSVP. Nobody's calling. Okay, that's meaningless stuff. So your logo, your name, your company, the name, your event, name, your thing, your negative language, one month only, or you only got 30. This is all crap. Don't be doing this, folks, unless you think you have millions of dollars to throw around like this company. And they do. And they'll make money just based on the sheer volume. And by the way, I've worked in agencies. And when I go meet with people like this that do the mark and I ask them, I say, how effective is this one piece? You know what they'll tell me? We have no idea. We have no idea. All we know is sales are up year over year. And so I'm just going to keep everything the same. That's what they always say. I'm going to keep the same radio, the same TV, the same magazine, same newspaper, same postcards because, hey, sales are up. I'm not going to pull out any piece of I'm like, really? Because this postcard sucks or your magazine ad sucks or your TV. I could fix it. But no, no. Then suddenly when the economy, that's just because the economy is moving. When the economy then turns down, suddenly, right, Steve, can you help me? Steve, can you help me? Steve, can you, I don't know what to Don't be that guy. Don't wait until the economy goes into, economy always goes in cycles, right? Is it going to stay red hot and booming forever? No. Now, I'll give you a hint. For 10 years, under the last president, the economy never got hot. It just stayed tepid and crappy and stagnant. So it couldn't crash, right? Never ran hot enough to crash. If you never overload your circuit breakers, you're never going to blow a fuse. Like the economy was so weak and lukewarm and tepid that, yeah, it wasn't a recession. They, you know, pulled us out of the recession. But I'm sure I'm not the only one telling you this. You wrote, you've heard when economy pulls out of a recession, it has a little boom. Ah, not the way we pulled out the last recession. It was pulled out by an administration that was hated small business and hated everything about capitalism pretty much. And uh, But anyway... Uh, now the economy is booming, so it's running hot. It is running hot. If your car, if you floor it and rev that engine and run it hot for a long time, guess what's going to happen? You're going to blow the engine at some point. If you run it like the last president for 10 years, the economy just kind of ran along at five miles an hour. Your engine's never going to blow. So the economy just sat there. If, but now the economy's red hot. It's overloaded. So you're overloading like Chevy Chase and the National Lampoon Christmas uh, vacation, right? You're overloading the circuits for those lights and that thing's going to blow. So right now, take advantage. Please take advantage of this booming economy right now. It will not last forever. When it turns down, oh, then you'll come running to Steve for help. Well, discipline yourself to get lean and mean and to watch every penny and to track everything and to fix every little mistake you are making, especially if you copy crap like this. Even when times are booming, have that discipline. When the downturn hits, you will refuse to participate in the next recession. Okay, a couple more things. Uh, as if you need me telling you, look at this. Half of the back panel is the weasel clause BS. You think this is all positive stuff? You know, silly question. Of course, it's not. This is all the reasons why this wouldn't. Oh, it's not a applicable with this. Cannot be combined with whatever. Not available with whatever. Call whatever. Why? Why? Why don't you just say call for details? Go to the website for details. Like two phone numbers, confusing. Cut it out. People think like, oh, that's an advantage. Two phone numbers. It shows that how convenient we are, that we're all over. Now, again, people do not want big, impersonal, multiple phone number things. They want to know that they're calling somebody that will know them, care about them, get to know them, serve them properly. Like 
one phone number and not an 800 number either. One local phone number. World's best window, well done. That's a good website and you got the letters capitalized so it's easy to read, easy to remember. That is actually well done. Free window and door diagnosis, BS. That's a BS, I mean it's not BS true, but it's a BS offer. Who doesn't give a free estimate? Again, I see contractors, plumbers, roofers, landscape, all copying this nonsense and saying, yeah, we have free estimates, as if that's something great. Put yourself in the shoes of your prospect, will you? As a homeowner, if God forbid you wake up in the morning, there's brown sludge all over the kitchen floor and you go to call a plumber, uh, are you going to answer the echoes that says free estimates? Like, of course, a free estimate. What are you going to charge me for an estimate? Like, stop it. Think of something better to offer, like no money down, no payments, no interest for two years. That's awesome. They should be screaming that at the top. Uh, save money on your electric bill and feel cooler now without paying a penny. Something like that. You know, I'm not sitting here to take a long time and going through all the templates and all the successful examples to come up with. And you always want to come up with at least 20 or 30 possible headlines for your stuff and then narrow it down to two or three to test and then pick the winner and keep testing other ones, but pick a winner. But there's no winner here. There's not even a headline. So there's a stupid logo and one month only and window and door flash. None of that is a headline. And then a big picture of windows at the top. What are you doing? Stop it. Window replacement company. Guy's holding a window and you still think you need to put a big picture of windows up. This is just done by someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Completely ineffective. Not completely ineffective. They'll still get calls. They'll still make money because, again, it's backed up by all the TV, radio, and the years of being seen everywhere. So this hits at the right time where my windows just got a crack or whatever, Ooh, I'll call. But this is not convincing anyone to do anything. It's a piece of crap. Don't do it. And that'll do it for Direct Mail Monday, please. Use a headline in everything you do and make it an effective headline. Your name is not a headline. Slogan, not a headline. Logo, not a headline. Weasel clause language, not a headline. Headline has two jobs. Two purposes. Number one, it's got to get your attention, get the attention of your ideal target who. It's got to get the attention. And number two, it's got to draw people in so that they want to read the next line, the subheadline. Then the subheadline's job is to get people who want to read the first paragraph or the opening. Then the opening's job is to get people who want to read the second. And by then, they're drawn in and they're reading your ad. Okay, so this headline. Uh, having a logo on the top does not get me to want to read anything. One month only. One month only what? Like, that's not a flash sale. Already they're messing with my head. It says flash sale, but it said one month only. So it doesn't compute already, It's which, which is a lie. Either it doesn't last a whole month or it's not a flash sale. So I'm already blown away negatively by this whole thing before I even get it. Again, they'll get calls just because... People will have a need from the sheer volume of mailing those out. X number of windows cracked today. X number of people over the weekend had a discussion with their spouse. Hey, we ought to do something about these windows. And then there's the radio and the TV and the thing hits. You can't afford to do that kind of advertising and marketing. Do it right. Okay, that's it. Let's see about questions, concerns, issues.
Brian says, I appreciate the idea to condition my customers, my list to respond to each irresistible offer within my time sense and time. Yeah, good for you. That's how you do it. You want to condition them. And then you need to be, to have the, the, the strength to answer when somebody calls after your deadline and says, can I still get the offer? You have to say no. First of all, it's the only honest thing to do. Second of all, it would be short term smart to say, oh yeah, sure, you can have it past the deadline and long term incredibly foolish because you're going to condition them one way or the other. So you either can condition them to not listen to you and to not respect your deadlines and to not believe anything you say because you don't even and you let people buy for the discount after the deadline or you're going to condition them that, oh man, ooh, not going to make that mistake again. I am next time I see a stack of mail and I see that newsletter from Steve Cypress in there, I'm not gonna to wait to open that thing up. There might be some time sensitive, only the first three people get it. And I wanna call, I wanna be one of those people that are conditioning people. Uh, I see that email, I'll get to that email. Oh, there's an email from that person. You know, you can do this in the emails too. You can, you can uh, pre-announce uh, things in an email and say, pay attention, look at your inbox tomorrow at noon for an email from me announcing a very special one-time offer. It's time sensitive. You need to want, you're gonna to want to open your emails at noon to that kind of thing. And then you say, yeah, it's just the first few whatever. Now here's the good news. If people call after the deadline and say, oh, well, you know, can I still have it? No, you cannot, you must condition them. Second of all, by the way, what do you think you're saying at least subconsciously if you do fudge on your deadline? You're telling them you're not honest. <laughs> what else do you cut corners on? What else do you go back on your word on? Your estimate, the amount of money you said it would cost them, the time you said you would take to do it, uh, the fact that you cut a few corners on installing the cabinets and they can't see on the inside, but it's a little off the track. And you said, ah, just like you said about your deadline, ah, you're a little bit late, big deal. No, 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 no. I don't compromise on that kind of stuff. Like I said it, that's the deal. But here's the deal. You can say, no, I can't give you that offer. It's past the deadline. Wouldn't be fair to anyone else, just can't do it. It's our policy. However, I can give you this. So instead of, you know, 50% off, you can give them 40% off because they're after the deadline. That's one way to get around it. The other way is continuously make offers. So they'll understand, oh, I missed it this month or I missed it this week. I won't miss it next week. I won't miss it next month. Long-term smart to stick to your deadlines. And you can't stick to a deadline. You can only give people a deadline. So I commend them for a deadline, but deadline can't be too short, can't be too long. This one is, not only is it way too long, 31 to a whole month, that's way too long. Do you really think I received this postcard today? Even if I'm thinking about acting on it, I put it aside. Do you think I'm not going to forget about this in uh, 16 more days or whatever I have? Oh, I have six. Oh, I have 16 days. Let me put this aside. You think I'm ever going to go back to it? You don't think other things are going to come up in life? including a competitor, might now be a postcard a week from now and go, hey, only the first five people to call get this deal. Oops, where's this one? It's gone. Somebody was smarter than that, went to help from Steve.com or just watched my videos and tried to do it on their own or whatever, and got me to respond immediately. So constantly putting out irresistible offers, condition, and then sticking to the deadlines. And also the headline. These are major things. You got a deadline, you got a deadline, or else how can you track whether the ad worked? And by the way, it'll be not allowed to track if you don't have an effective headline. That's it for direct mail. Thanks, Brian. Thanks everyone else for watching uh, live on the replay. I'll be back tomorrow. It's Topical Tuesday. 
I'll be pulling something out of the news and sharing a business building tip based on that. I hope you will join me then. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making Monthly Magazine. Goodbye.